Alleluia, Christ is risen in the name of the lover, the beloved, and the love between them. Amen. Today's gospel is a continuation from last week when Jesus tells his disciples that he is the vine, they are the branches. This is part of what is known as his farewell discourse in the gospel of John. Jesus is spending his last moments before his arrest, trial, and crucifixion teaching his followers leaving them with final words. In this sad and terrifying time, Jesus invites his followers to abide or to dwell in his love. He gives one command only, love one another as I have loved you. And then in this final moment, Jesus changes the terms of his relationship with his disciples. You are my friends. I do not call you servants any longer, but I have called you friends. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I have called you friends. There are, of course, many images for God, shepherd, comforter, father, king, and especially poignant on Mother's Day, brooding hen, loving mother. But here Jesus chooses another relationship, another image, friend. Jesus says first, I do not call you servants any longer, which might be hard for us to understand because we probably don't think of ourselves as slaves or servants, but in this time, servant was not disparaging. In fact, it could be a title of respect. A servant was faithful, obligated to support a master even in difficult times. But here Jesus has elevated his disciples, his followers, us from servants to friends. But I wonder if friend resonates with us any more than servant does these days. After all, we live in a time when we don't absolutely need our friends. Most of us don't live in rural farming communities in which we rely on those around us, like them or not, to help tend our flocks or bring in the harvest. No, now we live in a time when friends are completely of our own choosing, usually very much like ourselves, sharing our same interests, lifestyles, income brackets. In fact, many of us have friends on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, whom we've never met in real life, whom we've gathered or attracted because of our interests or public profiles, but on whom we don't absolutely rely. The word friend now can be used to designate someone who supports a cause. I am friend of the museum and of many environmental organizations. 
We are encouraged to friend others on Facebook to keep up with their lives, and we often feel more like friends to those we watch on reality television shows than we do to those we grow up with because we see them more often. Friendship in this age of self-promotion can be more about us broadcasting ourselves to others than about a mutual relationship. Which makes me think of the story of the playwright Noel Coward who, upon meeting a friend at a party, said, we haven't time to talk about both of us, so let's talk about me. In an age of self-focus, an age when many of us no longer live where we grew up, near our old friends. We often don't have time to spend with friends because of the busyness of our lives. Does this idea of being friends with Jesus still speak to us? Well, it turns out that friendship has been a pretty important and central idea in Christianity. Central to the theology of the great saint and theologian Thomas Aquinas was the idea that friendship is at the heart of God's own life. Friendship among creator, son, and Holy Spirit and that we are called to enter into to share that friendship. Aquinas called friendship the most perfect form of love because it's not possessive. It values equality and only seeks the good of the other. Aquinas believed that part of the goal of the Christian life was to become friends with God and through his friendship to take on God's characteristics as our own, to love others as God loves us, as Jesus tells us in today's gospel. After some thought, that might make sense to us. After all, many of us remember our mothers telling us that we are known by the company we keep. Usually that's a warning not to hang out with people our parents disapprove of. But here, we see that we are to keep company with God so that we can become known as friends of God and we pray not only be known by, but become like the company we keep. The great English monk and theologian Aylred of Riveau, who was no stranger to political intrigue and backbiting and scandal in a time of popes and anti-popes, spent time writing an entire book on this subject, Spiritual Friendship, it's called. And it begins appropriately enough today on Rogation Day, the church's Earth Day, by explaining that friendship originates in God's creation, which is ordered so that all creatures are joined and united by peace and fellowship, shaped by God to participate in a divine order and thus in God's own self. For the rest of his book, Aylred makes clear in a series of conversations with brother monks that human friendships ordered to be equal and self-giving focused on the well-being of one another, those friendships are both grounded in and pathways to friendship with Christ himself. In other words, friendship is like a sacrament, a symbol, 
a foretaste of friendship with God. In friendship, we taste and see that the Lord is good and God is present in human friendship. And human friendship in this life and the next leads to friendship with Christ. So at a most vulnerable time, right before his death, right as the disciples faced losing their leader and perhaps scattering from one another, Jesus takes a huge risk. Jesus makes himself vulnerable to his disciples, his servants, his friends. Jesus makes himself vulnerable to us. For he no longer calls us servants, those obligated to care for him during hard times, but he calls us friends, those he loves and cares for, not out of obligation, but out of love. There's no guarantee that we're up to the job. Yet Jesus places himself into the hands of his disciples, his friends, just as Jesus continues to place himself into our hands each and every week in the Eucharist absolute gift, just as he places himself into our hands through our friends, those whom we love, not because of what they can do for us, not because of their power or riches or fame, but because of who they are, beloved and special in and of themselves. God places God's self into our hands in creation, trusting us with this beautiful world that reflects God's majesty and beauty and love. And in that, in all of that, Jesus calls us friends, bidding us to love one another as he loves us. And the good news, the good news in all of that We don't have to choose. We are chosen. We branches to the vine. We don't have to earn God's love. We don't have to earn God's friendship. All Jesus asks of us is to abide, to dwell deeply in that love, the friendship of God, and to bloom from that love into God's likeness into God's joy, into God's friendship.